You're listening to American Slacker Podcast with Matt Gertz and Jesse Landers. Welcome to another episode of American Slacker Podcast. I'm Matthew. And I'm Jesse. And uh, today we're going to start it off a little different. Uh, usually we do our, our intro after a little briefing, but today we got a long uh, introduction story we're going to cover. Instead of making you guys sit through like, you know, 10 minutes of me talking and then telling you like, hey, this is what you're listening to, we figured we'd uh, let you know up front today. So the story we got for you, I uh, recently went down to uh, Los Angeles. My sister was visiting, and she wanted to see the city and see the sights, you know. Uh, She'd never been there before. Last time she came out here, uh, we went to San Francisco. So this time she wanted to see some L.A. stuff. It was pretty cool. Uh, We enjoyed ourselves. Uh, We we ran into a couple of situations while we were down there, though, which is why I thought it would be a good thing to bring up on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Now, you know I've been using Airbnb a couple times that I've gone on vacation and stuff. Yeah, you used it in Korea, right? Yeah, and that was that was awesome. I uh, it worked out perfectly there. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna check it out the next time I travel. I mean, it beats going to a hotel room. I mean, isn't it generally cheaper? Um, yeah, for the most part. And it's a it's a lot better than some skeevy hotel room that you'll probably get for a bargain on an online deal. <laughs> and you can always message the person who like manages their location and they'll be able to tell you like stuff to do in the area so it's like getting a concierge with it too which is really nice yeah 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 the inside knowledge of the location yeah exactly um and most people are really receptive on the app and whatnot um so i'm gonna say korea was one and i would say los angeles was like a half so i'm giving it like a (laughs) a 0.5 it's not like a whole i'm not gonna say it's i'm one and oh uh, with Airbnb, I'm going to uh, say I'm like 1.5 right now out of two. <laughs> yeah, from what you've uh, briefly told me, it was it's quite an awkward experience you had here. <laughs> yeah, so we it, we're staying in the Hollywood area, and it's like a little uh, studio type place. And the place itself was really nice, but we had trouble with the keys when we first got into the building. Um, you, there was like a little trick you had to do in order to like make the door open and like it was like the key lock was stuck a little bit so you had to kind of jiggle it now had to, had to give it the ace ventura jiggle yeah <laughs> yeah there, and there was no way that i would have known that you know i was never told about that part so i uh the first time we were trying to get in uh, i had the door opened by a post office worker so that was just convenient that we were able to actually get into the building the first time. But then after we put our bags <laughs> yeah. down and, like, checked the place out, which, again, really, really nice place, um, <laughs> we fucking, like, leave. And I'm like, all right, I want to test the keys before we leave because I don't want to come back really late and not be able to get in. So I'm sitting there testing the keys, test, trying to, like, make it work. And there's this lady eyeing me. And I'm like... <laughs> giving you the eye, huh? Yeah, and I'm like... She looks creeped out by what I'm doing. 
Um, so I was like, do you, uh, know how to like get this open? Like it's not working with the key that I have. And she's like, oh, you know, this is a, it's a trick only for tenants. And I was like, oh, okay. What kind of shit is that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess it's extra security if anything. That's some ghetto security is what that is. (laughs) Right. You gotta, you gotta Fonzie the lock. Yeah, it's like it's not like it's some fucking fingerprint reader. Like, like it only works if you're wearing a leather jacket and have slick back you gotta, hair. You got to have a can of WD-40 and a crowbar on you at all times. So this lady is like a little creeped out and like she calls the handyman over and um he's like kind of showing me the trick how to do it, but they're definitely like weirded out and they're like where are you staying? And I told them the room I was in and they're like oh, that's uh, so-and-so's place. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know her. And they're like, oh, how do you know her? And I'm like, I just know her. And they, like, showed me the trick on how to get in after, like, me trying it three or four <laughs> times. And then we left, and we they were visibly, like, weirded out. My girlfriend had mentioned the Airbnb uh, is, like, how we knew the girl. So they they were – I don't know if they even knew what Airbnb was, but – I I assume that these people were like the management. So we leave, go to, uh, we went to Roscoe's chicken and waffles, which was fucking awesome. I love going there. I've gone there every time I've gone to LA, which is twice so far, but, (laughs) but every time (laughs) I've gone there, made it a point. We go out, we do a couple things and then we come back and we don't really encounter anyone cause it's kind of late. And I managed to like jiggle the lock and get it myself. We let ourselves in and we go to sleep for the night. Um, the next day we left, uh, and we went to the prices, right? Ah, yeah. Yeah. We actually had thrown a post up about it cause it was quite the interesting thing you got to do. <laughs> yeah. We put it up on what our, uh, Instagram, I believe. Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. Yep, 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 yep. I got a kick out of it. Check, check our come on Insta- down. Check our Instagram out, uh, American Psycho Podcast on Instagram. Yeah, so I haven't watched it since Bob Barker. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Drew Carey is the host now, and I, I dig it because I used to watch the Drew Carey show. Okay, okay, yeah, he's a funny guy, so I could definitely dig. It's yeah, probably, uh, he got an interesting spin on it now. He was super nice, but so like the way it works is they have two tapings per day, and they do uh, an eight thirty and like a twelve thirty. So that you have to show up there at either in the eight thirty in the morning or twelve thirty in the morning. I figured, all right, this is gonna take a little while, so we should go to the early one. Yeah, so, yeah. So we go to the eight thirty one. We're there at eight thirty. There's a whole bunch of people lined up. You have to like fill out a little form and then. You're sitting there, and then they kind of start shuffling people through to take pictures, which they then, like, sort of like Disney try and sell to you, you know? Yep. Do yep. it against the green screen, put you, like, against the, the – with the wheel from the one you get to spin. So – Yeah, yeah. They're doing all that. They're writing the name tags. It's taken a while. There's a little gift shop, too. Everything was overpriced there, though, so I didn't buy anything. Oh, I'm sure, as every studio is. I wanted to get the, because uh, it took place at uh, CBS Studios, and um, they had, like, they're the ones with, like, Survivor and um, Big Bang Theory and Price is Right, and I believe Let's Make a Deal is also there. So, okay. so they have a whole bunch of shows, and they had a whole bunch of merchandise. I wanted to get the uh, Survivor bandana thing, but it was, like, 28 bucks. I was like, fuck that. Fuck that. You'll find it on Amazon for like 10 bucks. Yeah, right? <laughs> so uh, we go through the whole process. They write out our names on 
on the little uh like prices right name tags which we got to keep which is kind of a cool souvenir um yeah. which this will come in play uh, my my prices right name tag comes into play later <laughs> <clears throat> so we uh after like three hours or so three and a half hours they're like all right uh we're gonna be like taking people in in like you know another hour <laughs> We're like fuck. <laughs> they're like, like, but there is a, uh, they're like, there is a snack bar down there, but it's cash only. So I hope you've made friends if you only have cards. Oh, and I was nice. like, wow, fuck it. We luckily had stopped over at the Grove, which is like a farmers market type of place, and there was a lady that um, uh, made uh, a lady from Texas that made bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches. Uh, for us i was like can you do them like bacon egg and cheese sandwiches and she's like sure you want on like a hamburger bun i'm like you got anything else and she's like i got <laughs> french rolls i'm like that'll work okay right, it's a very yeah. east coast Doable. thing yeah um so we we had those still um and, and we we're snacking on those to not have to buy the jacked up prices of the burritos or whatever they're hawking down at the snack bar there <laughs> and um another hour goes by and it's kind of it was nice because they had like other like past episodes of the prices right playing on screens so you could like you could sort of get your prices right knowledge going and get your head in the game yep um pre-game your shit <laughs> now before this whole snack bar thing i i should have mentioned this they had a uh an area where they took people in probably like 25 or 20 people at a time after ever everyone had their name tags and a producer would come by and like say the person's name on their name tag and ask them what they do where they're from why they're why they're coming to the prices right and that's how they sort of pick people is what it seems yeah based on the backstory of them backstory <laughs> glamorous what they're wearing how excited they are that kind of stuff. But it's funny because it turns out I remember a person to the left of me got picked to go up and a per- people to the right of me got picked to go up from my group. So it was like, oh, fuck. It was like, oh, man, you know, so close. I guess I oh, guess I'm not price is right material. Um, ah, but you got to hit him with a sob story. Go back. Hit him with a real hard sob story. Right. <laughs> got to just make something up. Or Well, I think the T-shirts definitely help, too. And if yeah, and yeah. and I think if you were if you're a returning person, it's a it's a long process. It ended up taking like five and a half hours total. We went in at eight thirty. We let, we got out at like two. But um, oh wow, the it was it was fun. It was exhausting. It felt like being at a concert. You know how you're you're like cheering yep. and everything. They they want you cheering yeah. through the entire thing. Um, ha, of course. And it it was cool as someone who like uh, enjoys like television and. Uh, and tv production and video production like seeing all of the moving parts of how something like that works the studio is a bit smaller than like it looks on tv they're really good at like doing the angles so that it looks a lot bigger than it is yeah yeah wide angling and whatnot (laughs) and a lot of set changes it's really cool Oh, that's neat. They like they uh, have like uh, on wheels and push them in and out and whatnot. Yeah, they uh, all, system. They they're able to sort of just move these gigantic pieces of the set like in and out with like in a matter of minutes, you know. Um, and you never see that on the actual air, right? That's cool. 
Um, if you want to watch the episode that I'm going to be on, it's uh, on February 24th is when it comes out. Ha, huh, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. I'm sitting on I'm – okay, so if you're on the stage, I would be stage right um, all the way on the right side, literally against the wall. So you might not see me. But I was yipping yeah. like a coyote. Uh, oh, I'm sure we'll hear you. Shout out to the uh, Court Street Coyotes. That, that's uh, my buddies from college. So the, I was doing the Court Street Coyote howl. That was uh, there you go representing down there. But uh, it was funny because like between the different takes and stuff, Drew Carey would like address the crowd and talk to people and stuff. He waved at my sister. We're pretty sure. <laughs> Did he roast anybody? Uh, no, not too bad. He did a, he, he he was, he kept doing this joke where he'd be like talking about like, oh, back in my day or like acting like a hipster and stuff. And he would like, uh, pretend to smoke a cigarette and like say something and kind of bounce (laughs) a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people regard him as like a, one of the legends, you know? Yeah. He's definitely like a lot. Uh, one of the like standard names when you're talking uh stand up it, but it's surprisingly a lot of people don't know that he did stand up yeah they well that's because he's you know been on mainstream television for 20 years now yeah you know doing all kinds of stuff with uh whose line is it anyway and uh prices right now and drew carey show yeah. before that didn't he do family feud for a little bit am i i don't know i'm mistaken i don't know eh, it doesn't matter <laughs> fuck it uh so it, it was a lot of fun it was definitely tiring it was a it was a long thing i didn't win anything sorry people I'm, i can't buy you nothing um <laughs> <laughs> didn't you say the guy next to you won like a ridiculous amount of shit though yeah he won a it was funny because his fiance brought him there as a surprise and uh they mentioned that to the producer and it he ended up getting called up and he bid the correct amount on GoPros. It was like two GoPros and like um, a bunch of accessory things for the GoPros. Like, okay. Like a chest mount, that kind of thing. He So he bid right on that and got that. And then he went up and he won his game. I forget what his game was. I think it was just like a low high type of thing. And um, he won a jet ski and oh wow uh, an atv and a trailer that the jet ski goes on that's insane so it's pretty cool it's like you get to like fuck around with your new gopros on your jet ski or your atv that's amazing man yeah you guy won like 20 something thousand probably and shit yeah <laughs> it's pretty insane that's... and and you get to spin the wheel uh if you end up like bidding correctly you're guaranteed to get to spin the wheel you don't win anything necessarily but that's always like a cool moment something yeah, a lot man, of people I mean, want to do yeah when you're talking like game shows i mean price is right is up there with like most known <laughs> oh that wheel definitely. damn it i'll <laughs> say plinko is my favorite man always <laughs> Plink- oh everyone loves plinko plinko is yeah. a, a tough one though because that one's like all chance chance yeah there's no strategy at all it just looks fun as hell <laughs> yeah it 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 does look fun <laughs> i would love what to is a chance fun everybody loves to take a risk so that you never know you might get nothing you might get something right so that was good but by the time we were out of that we were starving and we had to use the bathroom so we like ended up going over and eating at some place got some like nachos and wings and stuff like that um 
we do stuff for the rest of the day. We went to Santa Monica, saw the pier, uh, drove up to Griffith, Griffith Observatory, and uh, looked out over the city at night, which was pretty cool. That's awesome, man. And we had sort of decided, you know, like, it's not going to make a difference if we, like, head home that night as opposed to the morning, uh, the next morning, you know, it's like we can sleep and then drive in the day when there's more traffic and we have less time. Or since we're up, we can just drive home. It was, it's like not too far of a drive. It's like five hours. Yeah. Yeah. That's not, yeah, not the worst. So we were like, all right, let's get some, uh, after we did all the Santa Monica pier and Griffith observatory, we're like, all right, we'll go get some food from a grocery store eat it at at the um place and then we'll just bounce out after that so we get we get there uh i parked the car so that we can just load it up uh once we're done eating and i'm I'm doing the lock i get it open and and i'm coming in and i see that uh handyman type of dude that was uh there before um he's standing in his doorway grilling us as we're coming in So we like, so how the fuck are these people? So I kind of like wave hi and, uh, he like goes, he like kind of nods or whatever and goes back in. And then we go into the apartment and we start setting our stuff down. And all of a sudden there's a knock on the door. Huh. And I'm like, oh, okay. I can guess who this is. Here it goes. Yeah. So I open it up and it's the lady from before and the guy that was standing in the doorway. Now they're, oh, man. now they're sitting there. And they're like, Double team. yeah, they're like, hi, uh, we want to know how you know our tenant. And I was like, huh, I, I know her. I, I'm not really sure what to tell. I, I know her. And I like, I'm not giving this guy any information that he fucking doesn't need. Doesn't necessarily need. Yes. So he's like, well, I need you to write down your name for me. And I was like. I'm I'm like, I'm not going to do that. You want my social security while I'm at it? (laughs) Yeah, right? So he was like, well, I'm the building manager, and um, I'm going to – I need to know who's in my building. I'm like, no, I absolutely understand that. Like, that's that's legitimate. That makes sense. Um, I can agree with him there. But (laughs) since I booked this through Airbnb, he should really contact his tenant to find out what's going on. Rather than me, because I don't really know who you are. You could be who you say you are. You could not be who you say you are. Like, I'm supposed to only deal with this person through Airbnb. So, yeah. So he's like, so he's like, I need your name. And I was like, I'm not giving you my name. And I'm stupid me. I'm still wearing my fucking prices right name tag. (laughs) 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 And the lady goes. Lady goes, his name's Jesse. She points at my fucking shirt. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> oh, you caught me. All right. And I, like, pull, pulled it back. And I'm like, yep, my name's Jesse. And he's like, all right, can you write down your name? And I was like, all right. And I grabbed the paper and pen from him. And I wrote <laughs> Jesse. And I handed it back to him. And he's like, no, your full name. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So yeah. So we're in this. Uh, and I'm not saying this because he was Mexican. But we're in a bit of a Mexican standoff. Um, <laughs> but... I, just I happened to be Mexican. <laughs> I, he basically wanted to find out. He, he wanted proof that I I was allowed to be there. So I was yeah. like, I was like, he he said, show me proof that you're allowed to be here. And I was like, okay. And I pulled up my Airbnb app, 
and I pulled up the reservation and I showed it to him with a picture of his tenant, with the address, with the dates, with the amount I paid. And that was pretty much sufficient for him. He asked if he could have pictures of it. And I said, sure. And he's like, is your name anywhere on here? And I'm like, no, dude, fuck off. Like, yeah, yeah. You're not getting my name. Like, it's not. That's more than enough info. Like, that's proof that you've interacted with the actual tenant. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Take it up with her from this point on. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> so it was uh that was interesting i i basically after i showed them the airbnb app they they were like okay and i told them like hey we're we're not even staying we're literally leaving after we eat and they were like no no you can stay and it's like oh thanks because you're making me feel so fucking welcome (laughs) yeah yeah um we're gonna leave anyway uh we had we had decided that when we were like at the pier we figured it was be a better drive to come home and sleep in our own beds anyway um, yeah. since we weren't going to do anything the next day. Um, yeah. So that, that was, uh, we put, we ate our food, we packed up and we left and, uh, it was a nice place, but, uh, that weird interaction with the, tell your fucking landlords if you're doing Airbnb. Yeah. You yeah. Gotta let don't fucking take that. the risk. Yeah. The, the person was nice enough, uh, when, when I contacted them and, and let them know that like something had happened with the landlord. They wanted to know some of the details and I let them know what was up. So hopefully in the future, that person figures the shit out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Let's their landlord know what's good. I gave them a good review though. Cause the nah. place was, well, nice. that's decent of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after all it was nice. It's not their fault that the landlord went, Hey, unless they didn't tell them they were doing Airbnb, but I mean, that's between them. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's not really my problem. Yeah. Keep my name out your mouth, landlords. That would be terrible if you went and then, like, the day one, they're like, oh, no, 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 you can't be here. Sorry, you got to go. Right. (laughs) It was day two of two. Day two of two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Majority of the way. Well, let's get into this week's news. Absolutely. What do we got going on? Our first, well, our first gem here comes courtesy of Florida, of course. The lawless state that it is. Goddamn beautiful fucks. <laughs> um, so it's also a throwback. Um, in episode 19, Mr. Miyagi has a dream. We had talked about somebody getting robbed over a nugget. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I do remember this. It was, uh, we were talking about how many nuggets is worth getting robbed over like versus sharing. Yeah. What's the yeah? What's in the proper amount that you would risk it for? I think I think we agreed anything over a five piece. You have to give some up. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you had some nuggets, I mean, you might get a little thirsty, and uh, maybe that's what happened with this guy. Maybe he held up somebody for a nugget previously, but now what he's in trouble for is stabbing a person in the face over a goddamn juice box. <laughs> Allegedly stabbing, from what I understand. Al- Allegedly. Not in- he claims he, he that he, he only hit him with his fist. But the gentleman apparently has quite the uh, Sharp injury fists. to his lower left jaw <laughs> and is permanently disfigured, which I don't know. I don't, unless the guy's like Mike Tyson and just like wrecked the guy's face and jaw at the same time. I don't know. I That's, got uh... super sharp knuckles. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. <laughs> like razor blades. God. In St. John's County. 18-year-old Tavage the Savage Tobbler. Is is, does it say the Savage? It doesn't, but that's what his, <laughs> his new name is. We're dubbing him this. 
Tavage? Who the fuck? I've never heard that name before. Have you? I think they named him that to give him the the yeah. moniker he of was, the Savage. He was raised in a mentality. You can't blame him. <laughs> they took him in on Tuesday after responding to a residence on Herbert Street in St. Augustine, where the victim was found seriously injured. Yeah, sounds like it. Stabbed to the face. I don't think I'd it call that fist. serious. I think- yeah, I mean, it, you know, the article's pretty vague, I'm not going to lie. There's nothing about recovering a weapon or anything. It it seems like, you know, story against story. But either way, a, a minute-made fruit, fruit punch juice box is not worth taking another person's life or attempting to. I'll say <laughs> in it. In my book. I'll say it now, like I said it last time. I want to live in a world where we can find minute-made juice boxes scattered about. As readily, I'm still saying as, no. As We're nuggets. not in that world. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen a juice box on the ground, and I, I, I wouldn't drink it. They usually get popped and ran over. If that's the case, I've seen full drinks on the. You never know. You never know. Somebody could have uncapped it somehow without breaking <laughs> the seal, or God knows, <laughs> just bit off a corner. Oh. So Tavage here doesn't he he claims he's innocent. He claims he's innocent, but the law disagrees as they are charging him with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Oh man, deadly! Yeah. And and if he says it's his fist, I guess that makes his fist a deadly weapon. He's not even a teen. He's an eighteen-year-old man that stabbed a middle-aged man. <laughs> they were roommates, correct? Yes. Yep. Which? What are you doing living with an old guy in the beginning, anyway? <laughs> Maybe that's where all this is starting. I don't know. You thieve someone's Minute Maid, maybe you do deserve a sock in the jaw. Not to get stabbed, but like... Yeah, I mean, yeah, he true. He did steal the juice box. That's my take on it. I'm, I'm completely overlooking that. Yeah, he stole the juice box. You're right. A thief does deserve some type of retaliation. Comeuppance. He's getting them. Getting his oh, comeuppance. Man. Now, uh, some, I would say someone who's de- de- like just hates any sort of thievery that goes on would be uh captain america would wouldn't you agree of course captain america would hate that now it stands for all justice now uh interesting development up in uh san jose which isn't too far actually that's where i drove this morning to go uh drop someone off at the airport um, oh shit yeah uh san jose councilman is sworn in with a trusty captain america shield Ooh, he has some flair going on. Now, this shield is so shiny. It looks like it's photoshopped into <laughs> this picture, but I guarantee you it's real. It's real. Lon- now, is it a real quality metal one? It is a, uh, like, movie, um, what do they call them? Uh, replica? Oh, like a replica? Yeah. yeah. It's not like a toy one that you would just, like, get at, like, Toys R Us. It's something that uh, is, it, it's, like, actual metal. Like yeah, it's a metal it's a fucking shield. Piece of memorabilia. Yeah. So he's getting yeah, sworn. <laughs> he's getting sworn in. There's a picture. Uh, we we might post that up on uh, some social media uh, to give him some props here. He looks pretty badass. He's a. Uh, he does. He's a self-proclaimed comp- comic book geek and proud of it. And Hell yeah. He wants. Uh, he tweeted out. You know, whatever gets people to pay attention to local government more. You know. That's, well, that's where that's it starts he's to make change. Yeah. He's he's going to hang this sucker up on his uh, uh, wall, though, because I guess it was chilling in his closet for a bit. What? That's no place for that kind of shield. 
So, yeah, now it's going to be in the office uh, once he's all settled in there. Lon Deep. I hope it's, it's Deep or Dipe. Or maybe Depp. Deep. 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 So, uh, yeah, that's 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 pretty neat. We got our own Captain America up here in San Jose. Well, they should send that guy over to you in Fresno. That's not too yeah. far. He might be able to get yeah. down there. I mean, I don't know if that's – is that above – wait, is that above you, Captain America? It's it's inland more. It's the it's the valley near uh, like high. It's on the other side of Highway Five. Well, they need to send that guy down to Fresno, because down there we have a man who is causing quite the ruckus. <laughs> what do we got going on in Fresno? A 58-year-old man, Richard Garcia, was taken into custody on suspicion of arson and assault with a deadly weapon, just like the news story I just covered. <laughs> Jeez. I like the violence, apparently. I don't know. I always, get, I always seem to get the ones that are brutal. <laughs> you, you, you're high intensity. Yeah. I, thank you. I like that. That's a nice way of labeling it. <laughs> so anyway, this guy basically ends up hitting his brother-in-law in the head with a crowbar and also hit his sister at the same time. Damn. Married the guy. Um, and then crowbars he grabbed just a hammer and started hitting him. Yeah, yeah, and then he grabbed a hammer and started hitting him. And after running around with that, he found a kitchen knife. And then he started chasing him all over the goddamn place. Oh, man. Apparently, they separated, they split up, they figured, hey, we have way better of a chance of surviving if we split up. He can't get both of us at the same time, at least. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, somehow this crazy bastard let them both escape. He didn't even know. He starts a fire in the house, and then the cops show up, and he's just sitting out on the porch waiting for him, cutting himself. Oh man, yeah, some out of Total a horror psychosis. Movie. Yeah, man, yeah, and this all started because he had bummed a cigarette, and he had felt that it was an inadequate cigarette. Now, I I don't believe they go into any detail as to what that d- really means. I mean, the backstory could be it could be his house, and maybe the guy gave him like some rolly, and he knows he has like a real cigarette. Like, who knows? You know, there could be something deep about it. I'm only imagining, man. This sounds like some serious, like, hillbilly shit almost. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot over a cigarette. I would would say that's a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, man. People are getting whacked with crowbars and hammers. The house is gone. (laughs) Motherfucker's slicing himself. Bleeding on the front porch of a raging fire. Dude, go go to the store. Like, get a a cigarette. Damn. (laughs) Oh, man. Now you got nowhere to sleep. <laughs> that's that's terrifying. It's it's straight out of a horror movie. There you got a, a a murderous person and a house fire, which I'm sure that's on a lot of people's lists. I mean, maybe this goes into the theory. Don't bum. You know, if somebody asks for a cigarette, don't give it to him. Maybe you know, maybe that would have eliminated the whole thing. Maybe he was like, oh no, I'm, I don't have any. Maybe this could have been prevented. <laughs> <laughs> no cigarettes better than an inadequate cigarette. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, shit, if it sets off a fucking cycle like this. <laughs> it's like Mousetrap. Ah, it's like that game Mousetrap. It's like first you got to give that guy a, an inadequate cigarette, and then he'll run and start a fire, and that fire will then spread throughout the house. It's like a fucked oh, up God. game of Mousetrap. Yeah, dude, this house is smoldering in the photo <laughs> provided on the article. Courtesy of the Los Angeles Times. Oh, man. Uh, Fresno, calm down. 
It's just Calm a cigarette. Down, you're too turned up. <laughs> so if you're afraid of things, this is probably a terrifying uh, news segment for you because we got the house fires. We got murderous people with crowbars and knives. We <laughs> now got funnel web spiders. Ah! <laughs> Anyone got a fear of spiders out there? I hate spiders, man. Aust- Australia's looking for you guys to <laughs> go and catch these deadly funnel web spiders. Oh, that seems that seems like a, a easy task. <laughs> oh, hell! Safe. Uh, uh, well, well, let's let's get into <laughs> what exactly a funnel web spider is. First off, I'll, I'll give my favorite quote from the article: "Large fangs and acidic venom make them make the bite very painful." Noting a major bite can cause death within an hour if left untreated. Oh, nice. That so, quick. So I don't want to be an alarmist, but I mean, the, these these are like tarantula-looking spiders with huge fangs. They're nocturnal. They burrow. Um, oh, the man. reason that here, I'll, I'll uh, quote the article here. Uh, the Australian Reptile Park um, that wants people to go out and catch these funnel web spiders uh, is the country's sole supplier of funnel web venom uh, for antidote producers, and they've been uh, producing this anti-venom since 1981. They rely on the public to hand in spiders that are milked for venom used to produce the antidote. <laughs> it's like a bunch of cow cow spiders out on a field. You gotta go go milk them. That'd be a horrible job. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Oh man. Well, I mean, at least it's something good that they're asking people to risk their lives for. Does it pay well? Oh, no, this is completely volunteer. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> they're just hoping that people are, you know, they, they said that it's as easy as just uh, getting an appropriate jar and a wooden spoon and you can flick them into the jar. What if they're dead? If they're dead, how about that? I, I don't think probably it works. want to kill that motherfucker. Yeah, you'll probably stomp it if, if I saw something they like shoot that. shoot at it? They're big enough to shoot. <laughs> so uh you, you know close. they they said it's pr- it's fairly safe to catch them if you know what you're doing and you have a jar and, and a <laughs> fairly. spoon but i'm not going to get within a spoon's length of a fucking funnel web spider you say fairly and i, I think of you have a fair chance of surviving this <laughs> it, if you get treatment within an hour <laughs> you have a fair chance of dying doing this and australia and australia's pretty uh you know wide open so if people do get bit i hope it's not an hour drive to the nearest town yeah you'll be on the fucking cusp of death and you just show up <laughs> australia has had two funnel web spider attacks in two weeks uh one of them involving a woman bitten by a spider while she was asleep they're attacking you in oh, your sleep fuck Oh God! No, but nobody now has died. I'm paranoid from... when I go to Australia and sleep there. I'll never want to go there and sleep. Ugh. Yeah, they're nocturnal, so that's when they're going to get you. Uh, nobody's Fuck. died from a bite of a funnel web spider since the anti-venom program uh, began in 1981. So it's important. It is a very it's a catch twenty two. It's like face your fears, or else if it bites you, you might die. Because if they don't have the venom, it's it's like one of those weird things. Where it's like, oh, fuck. what if they urge people to catch these spiders and then they're unsuccessful and they all get bit and they use up all the anti-venom? Yeah, they're like, oh, fuck. Oh, <clears throat> you guys are bone. It's like we should have only told professionals. <laughs> Spider wranglers. So if you're if you're terrified of us, uh, sp- and they're burrowers. 
too. They're uh, the type that live in the ground, so you could just walk out and all of a sudden, funnel web, funnel web spider. <laughs> fuck that, man. They probably jump. Right. Fucking God. <laughs> Full- oh, well, let's move on to another fear. Another fear of mine specifically. This isn't even really a news story as much as it is as like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going to do a... We're going to do a posting of what I'm talking about here, which is uh, this guy in Utah was just having a good old time skiing on Mount Timpanagos. Well, usually when you're skiing, I mean, you have more experience on a mountain than me with snowboarding. You follow tracks, apparently. Yep. Well, he was following tracks, and he thought he saw, you know, a nice-sized jump. Well, apparently it was a nice-sized jump, but it was a cliff, and it was 152 feet. Oh, shit. He tries to, you know, skid sideways and stop, but there's there's no stopping the momentum he has, man. And he goes down all the way. And miraculous, there's, I don't know how much snow was at the bottom. There must have been at least, it looks like five feet or so, you know, four or five, five you know. Okay. Around there. This guy is fine. He, he says he doesn't even have a bruise. He did break some of his gear. He um, lost a helmet um, and, uh, like, broke a helmet, and he lost his ski, which took him five hours to recover. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that, but apparently he continued skiing after he found it. <laughs> that video is, is insane, though. Oh, my God. That's, that's why we're, like, talking about this does us no justice. We're going to post this on all of our social media because it is insane. The fact that this guy just, like, he hits, and then he's, like, he turns the camera, and he's, like, Whoa. That just fucking happened. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah. He, he's, he's like, I think he says thank you. Yeah, yeah, I think he says thank you. You're right, you're at, right. At he's so point. smooth about it, too. He's like, what is he? He's like, oh, fuck, when he, hit, when he flies off. But yeah. he, he's not, like, screaming or anything. And he's just like, poof. And he's like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he, and he's, uh, he's thanking the Lord or science or uh, oh, the dude. snow from Jesus earlier. Christ see this motherfucker. Again, or that snowfall Jesus from the, the night skis. before. <laughs> yeah, right? He's, he's lucky that they got a storm front moving in is what he's lucky for. Holy shit, dude. I'm just, the page I have up right now is just a, a gif of it on repeat, just fucking going over and over for the moment he flies off oh, to hits and then shit. it goes back oh, to the top. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I hate heights, so this is like fucking terrible for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, afraid of heights when it comes to like that kind of stuff falling. Uh, I don't like looking over the edges of buildings. Yeah, I fucking hate that. Oh, that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of people, along with being afraid of spiders, heights, uh, murderous, uh, crowbar wielding men, and fires. <laughs> If we haven't covered all the bases on this episode, uh, rats, rats and creepy crawlies. We've got the creeps coming on. (laughs) Giving them the creeps. So what, what we got on this story is a California restaurant, which gave a receipt to a woman showing a discount for $30 and 95 cents for seeing a rat. Oh, oh, Okay. For seeing a rat, where was it? Like, was it in the kitchen? Like, I mean, the uh, the woman spotted the rat around, uh, like near her feet at the uh, oh. at the bistro. Okay. This took place in uh, Folsom, California. We got a lot of California stories today. Um, yeah, what's going on, Callie? Yeah, well, I, I guess there's the owner says because of the weather we've been having, which has been like a lot of rain, that it must have ran in from outside. 
and you know it's not like they're they're infested with rats he's trying to say like it came out or it came into like get out of the rain and that they got it out of there okay yeah they're just trying to fucking beat the elements yeah exactly and and i mean the uh the lady got a 30 dollar you know discount on her bill for for seeing a rat what's uh, i'm wondering what a what a cockroach gets you is that like 15 or is that only like five I would feel like that's even worse because they could be anywhere. And if there's one, there's well, I guess rats are probably the same way too. If there's one, there's more. The dra- rats drag their balls across stuff. <laughs> fuck, that's, fuck. That's yeah. That's the gross the rats thing about the rats. Are teabagging the whole fucking restaurant? The whole place yeah. has been teabagged by the rats. But isn't a cockroach doing the same thing too? I mean, aren't they like dragging ass? Cockroaches? They're. Uh, I mean, I think they're, really balls, they're probably pooping everywhere. It's the big yeah. issue with them. They're, they're so are rats though. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a. This is a. Uh, this is an like an argument that can go on and on and on. Oh yeah. Fucking. There's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of gross things you could find. What's in a more disgusting, rat or a fucking? But we're talking about what gets you the biggest discount, people. <laughs> if you're, yes. If you're going to say you saw something, uh, say you saw a moose in the kitchen. See what that gets you. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, where? if a rat costs $5 at the pet shop and you bring it and you get $20 off your meal, that's a good investment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So we're planting rats now, are we? Yeah, why not? I mean, use it. It's like a coupon in your own form. Um, I brought this rat. I was wondering if you would honor <laughs> this as a coupon. <laughs> yeah, this rat here, he was under the table. Why did you have a rat cage? <laughs> I was hoping to exchange him for a two-for-one entree. <laughs> That's not how that works. <laughs> and your finest bottle of bubbly. <laughs> right. So, yeah, if uh, if you see some rats, uh, you know what? Tell the owner. You might get some, some money knocked off your bill. Yeah, hey, fuck yeah. And even if they can't find it, I mean, are you you can just go into the hay. Are you calling me a liar? <laughs> right, so the old but, fly in the soup. <laughs> Bring a rat to the restaurant. Rat to the restaurant. I say it's pretty easy. I'm not, I, I, I mean, I'm not about to handle the uh, rat with giant, like, pea-soaked balls fucking while I'm eating. That's the only hard thing about exchanging it for the rat discount, if you're bringing your own. Yeah. Yeah, because then you gotta uh-huh. hold. Then you gotta hold the fucker. Because like you said, you can't bring a cage. It's too obvious. Well, yeah, get a nice trench coat and put them in your pocket. You gotta pick out the most docile one, the one that's like sleeping. Fill your pants with rats. You gotta wear normal jeans, ankled off with rubber bands, and then some parachute oh, pants God, filled with rats. Filled with rats, <laughs> and then you just p- cut the rubber bands when you get in there and shake a leg. Shake them, shake them. Just get in there. Shake them off. Shake them. Like, I, I would love a tour of your kitchen. <laughs> just shake, 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 shake. So uh, I think uh, that pretty much rounds out the news. We're uh, we're still kind of keeping with the small mammal family, though, from what I understand. Oh, we are. We're gonna move up to the giant marmot. February second is Groundhog's Day. A lot of people don't know much about Groundhog's Day. It's a weird. It's a weird tradition. Um, it's like where the fuck did this come from? We rely on the info of a. Uh, Critter coming out of the ground and blah, blah, blah. Well, the way it works generally, an Americanized view anyway, um, you know, if the groundhog comes up, if he sees his shadow, he's going to go back in his hole. And we have six more weeks of winter. If it's cloudy, he'll come out of his hole and you know, wander around and whatnot. And that's supposed to signal that we're going to have an early spring. That was always my now, th- general understanding of it. 
Yeah, that's the general, like, what we do. Um, now this comes back, this dates back, the earliest reference I can find um, in America is 1841. Um, a shopkeeper wrote in a diary about it. Um, back then, Candlemas Day was celebrated, which is a German um, it comes from German tradition. It's a Christian holiday, but amongst it's a, also a weather prediction holiday. Okay. It's a big day for weather prediction. Probably and, for um, the crops and harvest and stuff, since that yeah, was probably important. Yeah. Yeah. But in America, 1841, the storekeeper writes a note about it um, that the towns, which was filled with a lot of German immigrants, um, used the which, groundhog. Which they called groundhogs. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> celebrated it, and they, you know, the groundhog came up and. Went back down, another nap, and they declared that there would be a long winter. Oh, no, I thought they were calling the German immigrants groundhogs. Oh, well, it's not like God a derogatory term. I'm sure term. that was slang back then. Who knows? It's not a derogatory term for Damn German ground, immigrants. Huh? <laughs> Is that slang? I don't know. It could be. <laughs> groundhogs. Are you starting something? We're a bunch we didn't of start that. We're a bunch we're of like groundhogs. That. We're not like that, I swear. Well, we're, we're German, so we'd be groundhogs. Yeah. We can say oh, yeah, we can't be like that. Yeah, technically. We can say yeah. they can't. All right, let's get out of that. That's, that's iffy territory. <laughs> Dig ourselves out of that groundhog hole. <laughs> yeah, dig us out of that hole. <laughs> so, in this holiday, we figured we would make a fun game out of it. And now, since I've been put up to bat twice, it's time for Jesse to be put up at bat. And I have prepared a great little game show here. And I have a series of questions that are going to help educate us all on the background of the biggest star of Groundhog's Day. Punk's Tawny Phil. Now, there's generally around 20 that I could find um, national, like, groundhogs between the United States and Canada um, that are, like, well-known or, you know, official groundhogs club. Um, okay. But, of course, Phil is the one we know most. He was made famous in the 93 film with Bill Murray, Groundhog's Day. I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it was yesterday. And the I day feel before. like that's why everybody knows Groundhog's Day. It seems like it's gotten way more popular since then, and that's why everybody knows that Punkstani Punk Phil. I mean, it's like, why? I couldn't find any other reason why it was like one groundhog was superior to them all. Yep. It was. Punkstani Phil. What separated one from the rest? Yes, yes. But seeing as there's so many, I figured they all have weird ass names. They're all. Just unique. <laughs> yeah. My first question for you, Jesse. All right. I'm ready. Bring it on. Which of the following are not true United States groundhogs? Okay. General Burgard Lee, Pawnee Polly, Buckeye Chuck, or Dunkirk Dave? So it's one of those? One of those are not a true groundhog that represents Groundhog's Day. Okay. Um, what, groundhog Day. what was the name of the second one? Because I'm kind of between the second and the fourth right now. Okay, I'm going to do them all again. Okay. General Bogard Lee. Okay. Pawnee Polly. Buckeye Chuck. Or Dunkirk Dave. Okay, I'm kind of between Polly and Dave right now. Um, I, I know that there's a place called Pawnee, but I don't know about a place called Dunkirk. I'm going to go Dunkirk Dave is not the real. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. Oh, no. Incorrect. You are incorrect. That sucks. Dunkirk Dave is from Dunkirk, New York. Oh, really? Okay. Buckeye Chuck is from Marion, Ohio. 
General Beauregard Lee is from Littleburn, Georgia. Okay. And Pawnee Polly, I made up because of Pawnee, the fictional town Damn it! Parks and Rec. I thought that was, I think it's real. I think it's a real it, town. There might be a real Pawnee, but uh, yeah, I just made it up because of that. Oh, man. All right. He's not on the registered list of groundhogs that I could find, too. So. All right. You got me. You got me. Yeah. All right. I got you on number one. Uh, I figured that was an odd one. Yeah, that no, that was good. There's a lot of odd names, honestly. Uh, New York has an odd amount. Uh, there's actually quite a few in New York. Dunkirk Dave. We have uh, Holtzville Hal. Holtzville Hal, I should say. Uh, Melvern Mel. Staten Island Chuck. You can't forget him. My next question for you is quite a, uh, quite a weird one. How old is Phil? Now, A, two years old. B, 20 years old. Or C, Immortal. <laughs> well, I'm, well, oh, okay. So is this, now is this a trick question where... I have no comments anymore. I can't give you any hints. That's pre-written in the contract here. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to walk the listeners through my, my mental uh, paces here. Uh, Puxitani Phil is, could be immortal just because it's a character rather than, you know, an actual physical creature um i'm yeah that's what i'm gonna go with i'm gonna say he's immortal because it's like you know it's a rotating thing it's like uh batman and that's your final answer that's my final answer it's like batman or james bond puxatani film you are correct (gasps) all right we're looking one and one right now all right it's pulling back people we've got to come back all right this question leads into the next one which is how is Phil immortal? Okay. Is it... I'm, now, I'm, I'm gonna... this is multiple choice. Oh, it's multiple choice. Okay. Now, is it proper diet and exercise? Is it the power of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? <laughs> or a magical elixir? Um, you know what? I'm going to say it's like trying to go with a positive message, uh, getting people to uh, diet and exercise. I'm going to say that's how he stays immortal. That is incorrect. Oh, what? That is incorrect. What? Now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Punxsutawney Phil is kept by a, a tight group of people, and they are called the Inner Circle. Most notable, these people are known by their douchey top hats and tuxedos. <laughs> I'm sorry I added that. <laughs> Basically, what they do is they make a groundhog punch every year in the summer. And they celebrate Phil and they make him take a sip. <laughs> and oh, that so is what this fucking it, elixir. Yep. It keeps him alive for another seven years. When the general lifespan of a groundhog is only six years. <laughs> huh. Okay, you got so, me there. I need this. So generally, now. we don't know how many fills there have been, but to the public, they want us to accept that there's only been one fill, and he is immortal. Okay, all right. I'm two. Now, I'm one for two, or one for three right now. You're one. Yep. Yeah, one of three. Yeah. Um, one, one, two, basically scorekeeping. Yep. You had me fucked up for a minute. <laughs> so Fractions, being an immortal yeah. character. Phil, he, he gets some. He, he's pretty. You know, he gets around. He's pretty famous, right? I mean, 
I'm going to give you a list of people for this next question. And you're going to tell me what public figure here has Phil not met. Okay. Now, A, we have Oprah Winfrey. B, we have Ronald Reagan. C, we have Jeff Goldblum. D, we have Bam Margera. Ooh. Okay, I'm saying this is probably... I'm going to say Oprah definitely met him. Reagan probably met him. Um, Jeff Goldblum and Bam Margera. That's where you're tripping me up here. Because one is a bigger star... Yep. And one is one is like a you know a skater who's also from Pennsylvania. Yep. From what I understand. Convenient. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. You're correct. Bam Margera had met Phil April 10th 2005 while f- f- uh, filming the uh, series Viva La Bam. He had a whole show dedicated. Um, I think he actually put on an event. Like, on a day adjoining, Groundhog Day. Huh. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Ronald Reagan, uh, they actually brought Phil to the White House to visit him in 1986. Oh, and wow. he also appeared on the Oprah Winfrey Show in 1995. My next question is not related to Phil. This is a throw-off. Okay. This is a true or false. On Groundhog's Day in Texas, they do not use a groundhog, but an armadillo. So, true or false, armadillo in Texas instead of a groundhog. I'm going to say, yeah, that sounds like it, because they are native to uh, to Texas. You're correct. Yeah! They do. They do. Groundhogs are not in Texas, so it would be hard to bring one in and stage a fake hole and all that fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, uh- now, uh, so so wait, they they don't have groundhogs at all in Texas. They don't I have mean, groundhogs never, at all in Texas. I've never really I like I visited once or twice to Texas, but they, I would assume that the armadillos are more plentiful. Yes. Oh, they're everywhere. <laughs> if you hit one, they'll fucking they'll flip your car. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like yeah, you it's can like flip a little your car rock. It, yeah, because they're so they're armored and like they could be like you'll probably still kill them, but like they're hard, you know. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. And te- to give you the fun info, Bee Cave Bob is the armadillo that is currently Texas's mascot for this. Cool. Yeah, yeah, he's a neat little creature. Armadillos are fucking cool looking, man. They're weird yeah, they are. They're eaters with turtle shells. <laughs> little desert, desert dwellers. Now, Phil's been at it for 120 some odd years, you know, doing his predictions. What is the percentage that you think... Phil has correctly predicted. Oh. So, A, 12%. B, 39%. C, 74%. And D, 100% of the time. Huh. I'm gonna say this is a real shot in the dark. I mean, this isn't another bogus one where it's just like he's immortal, you know? And it's like, oh, he's always right. Um, I, if we're going to go with a real statistic, I'm going to say uh, he would only be right th- 39% of the time. B. You are correct. Oh, man. Out of Disregarded nowhere. to the inner circle who claims that Phil is 100% correct. 
in true statistics format, he is only 39% correct. That's what I figured. 74 I thought was a little high. 12 was probably a little low because then people would stop paying attention. Yeah, <laughs> which kind of helps me back. Peter's, in 2010, Peter like, suggested an idea where they replace him with a robotic groundhog. I support it. At least that motherfucker would know what's up. <laughs> it's taking their jobs, man. You're going to automate the... Uh, good jobs! The, the, they're going to automate the groundhog jobs, too? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, so gonna put you, them all out of work. Was that a tie tie right there? I got no, no. I'm I'm way ahead right now. I I could lose this last one and I'm <laughs> still good. Wait, so you're four and two? I'm four and two. This this last one's just for fun. He won. This last one's for fun. This last one's for the listeners. Punxsutawney Phil comes along with a wife named Phyllis. Oh shit! And they also have a daughter. Now. I want you to pick the daughter's name. A. Felicia. B. Penny. C. Polly. D. Pamela. I'm going to say it's not Pam. (laughs) I'm going to say by Felicia. Um, I'm going to go Penny. Penny sounds right. Is that your final answer? Final answer. It doesn't matter, but you're wrong. Oh, sorry, listeners. I lost that one out. It doesn't matter. You got the championship. You lost, but you lost the last one. It's cool. It's good. Sweet. It's good. You go home a winner today. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. And now, I mean, this is this is just the first trial for uh, me. I, I still got another uh, ga- holiday game show coming up. Yeah, you're next to bat still to make it even. Because uh, I started off on a celebrity death game, which I, I believe I won. And then yep, I didn't did win, win that one. on my follow-up. On, Martin on the Luther uh, Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech. Yeah. Um, so you're 1-0. Now I'm 1-1. One one, or, well, 1, I guess. Just 1. Yeah, 1. <laughs> just 1-0. Yeah, I guess you could say it either way. Yep. Next and one's going to... I'm going to make the next one a lot harder then. You hit this one out of the park. Sweet. You won I'm, it before I'm, you had to. I'm down for the challenge. And I think that wraps up our show. Um, check us out, people. Um, well, first off, thank you You know, thank you know, for listening. That's what I wanted to say first. Yeah, uh, how rude as of me. always. How rude of me. Thank you for tuning in for any download that you have downloaded, for checking out the social media. Whether or we not it's it. on Podcast Addict or wherever you're getting us from, iTunes. Google. So on, All so that on. Shit. Let yeah, us know what Google you think. Play now. Yeah, we are on Google Play now. We should make a post about that to let the people know. It's an Absolutely. alternative to any other podcast that you have. Make it easy. If you're already using Google Play Music, makes it easy. Yes. So check out our social media, um, our main hub, americanslackerpodcast.wordpress.com. If you also want to check us out on Facebook or Instagram, American Slacker Podcast. We're also on Twitter and Reddit as AMER. S-L-K-R podcast. That's A-M-E-R S-L-K-R podcast. And we also have our Patreon going. If you guys want to check that out, it's a way that you can interact with us, get a little bit more out of the show, and uh, it's a way for you to support anything that you find awesome about what we're doing. Indeed. (laughs) Yeah. And also, if you want to get with us uh, individually, we have our personals. Uh, on Instagram, you can get me at MWG Media. 
And on Instagram, I'm Landers the Plane. Yeah. So you have another way to let us know what you think about what we're putting out there. Hell yeah. Alrighty, people. Until next time, that's it. There you go. Yesterday, and the day before, 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 and the day before.